you're not a victim. You're doing it. And when you're ready to wake up, you're going to wake up. Hello and welcome to the Humble You Podcast, where we talk all things mind, body, and life. And this podcast features a conversation with Helen and Alexandra. They are the host of the Coming from the Heart Podcast, the podcast featuring mindfulness, validating stories, and not feeling alone by healing one heart at a time. And ladies, I'm excited to get this conversation started. Welcome to the podcast. Okay. Hello. <laughs> Where's the excitement? Hi. Thank you so much for having us on. <laughs> Some people may not know this, but you're local. You're right down the street from me, and we met through talking about our podcast. And, um, you know, I know a lot about the podcast. I love the idea of your podcast. That's why I have you on. And it's very unique to be close with somebody that's doing a podcast. But what I'm interested in is what led to this podcast. What's the story behind the podcast? Um, Coming from the Heart really came because I was going through a really bad, I say, tumultuous time with vertigo. It was about uh, probably about almost a year I was dealing with a lot of stuff, or maybe seven months, something like that to be exact, when we were conceiving of the podcast, Coming from the Heart. And it came about, the name Coming from the Heart really was just something that in a conversation I was having with Alexandra saying that I was just really in this very dark abyss of life and just really wasn't functioning at all. Um, I, be, I was at that time going from many different doctors and trying to figure out what was wrong with me. I had gone through vertigo in my late 20s and then unfortunately was going through it again. And um, the podcast, I guess it was just a natural progression of me trying to think like how I could speak to others who may be also going through some really dark, crappy times. And of course, this was before COVID. Yeah. So you know, this was back in probably February that we were having this conversation and she goes, well, you know, you speak to the world because in my job, when I was teaching international students, I always would have conversations with them, not just to force about academics, but really things that were going on very personal in their lives. So I always had a platform to be able to connect with students for over 20 years and really also connect with people in my job just besides the teaching and the administration part of it, um, just getting out there and just being a voice for people to connect to with whatever I was discussing. Usually it, was, it could be academic subjects and so forth. And of course, also, now that I'm thinking about it, of course, I ran something called a culture club and a book club where students would come and we would just have conversation. It was very communicative based. It allowed uh, most of the kids that I dealt with, or should I say not kids? Well, actually, I say they're kids. Grad students were <laughs> from China and India. Mm. So they would come and some of them were more inclined to speak than others, but it was just a great way for them just to be able to express themselves in a very small setting. And, um, and it's the art of conversation which I think I was always blessed to be able to communicate well. It was always a really big strength of mine in any job I had was to just have, have the ability or have the natural ability to speak to others. So the podcast just was sort of a natural progression, I think. Mm -hmm. And for me, it was just a way for me to cumulatively take all my skill sets of everything that I've ever done in any job, not even just, of course, teaching when I started out in retail and merchandising and my you know, coming out of college, I had to always communicate with people. So it was just so many facets of what I've done are really have prepared me for this podcast in so many ways, the interviewing skills and so forth has just given me, I think, a big edge to why and how it's 
why it is what it is coming from the heart. So, and as Alexandra knows, and I'll let you talk in a minute, of course, oh, Alexandra, thank you. is that um, coming from the heart is my heart. Coming from the heart, I was talking to actually to a therapist today about a few things, and coming from the heart is a platform that I hold dear to my heart. Like, mm-hmm. I, you know, there's other podcasts and there might be other things out there. Not yours, of course, Joseph, because you're <laughs> true to your, whatever your platform is. But there might be others that sort of dissuade or kind of go in a different direction from what their platform really is about. And I always say to Alexandra, I always try to pull in the reins and say, okay, our, our podcast is very clear to me and to Alexandra and hopefully to my listeners too, is that it's really about people sharing their stories. It's about mindfulness. It's about community. It's, it's, it's actually giving a crap about others mm. and also really letting people feel validated. Because quite frankly, when I was going through this dark abyss, I wasn't validated. I was validated from my family, thank goodness, but I was not getting validated from any of the doctors I was seeing until I could finally get to a therapist. Hmm. So that's why we've had all these different types of episodes and are fortunate to have had many different types of people on just to discuss things that they've been going through. And I believe and I know and truly in my heart, I keep using that word, I can't get away from that, is that people are attaching themselves to us for various reasons. Hmm. I said to Alexandra when we started this podcast, you know, if I speak to one person or I speak to a thousand or a million, it doesn't matter. What matters is that I know that someone out there is going to feel good. And after they, you know, hopefully listen to the episode, they're going to take something. My, my platform, besides, of course, being what I just mentioned, is also a teaching experience. Mm. The, you know, the podcast is my classroom. I want people to learn. We're going to have a book club. We're trying to work on that. Um, We want to create a website. People can ask questions about different topics that are going on. It's a learning experience. I learn, they learn. I've always learned from my students. And I want that, that, that concept or that feeling to be part of this podcast. So I hope that I explained that well. Oh, yeah. Oh, you so did. beautiful. Alexander. You. You. Well, I was a professor, so I, I know how to get it going. So Alexandra, um, (laughs) what can I say that my mom had? Support Um, me. uh, She said it so well, um, validating people's stories um, to take you guys back and kind of help you visualize it. At the time when we had this conversation of conceiving of the podcast, it was in February, as my mom said, and I was at school and You know, it's sad if someone doesn't have a friend. It's sad if someone truly feels alone. And luckily, um, my mom and I are not only have like mother and daughter, but we're friends, you know, when we're not fighting. (laughs) Um, So no, she was in a very dark place and we were talking and she was saying, you know, her story because this really started back last summer and then, you know, peaks and valleys of feeling good, not feeling good. And then it kind of took its roller coaster. Yeah. It's just, it was kind of a roller coaster ride. And anyway, so when she was speaking to me in February and I was at school, um, she was truly speaking from her heart. She was truly just, you know, talking from a place of love. And I listened to a lot of podcasts. Um, I have to mention Mm -hmm. Girls Gotta Eat um, is like 
the podcast I listen to a lot, of course yours. Uh, but that's where like I got so many laughs and joy from, and I know that my mom wanted to connect with a lot of people. And so it's interesting when we were talking, it was a lengthy conversation and then mm -hmm. we just, the creativity kind of overtook us. And for the first time I really saw a spark within her that I hadn't seen before. Mm -hmm. And she was just like, I saw her like beaming because when you're in such a crappy place, it's really hard for you to feel motivated to like want to do something. And she just was like stuck in turmoil. And so with that conversation, we started visualizing like what would coming from the heart look like. And, um, it kind of died down. I was in school last spring. Um, but it really started picking up actually when we moved down here, came back to, you know, South Jersey area where my mom grew up and, you know, we have had many conversations of like, why now? And like, you know, timing is everything. And she had to come back to her roots really to start this. And so now it's kind of taken over and, um, yeah, it's been something that I've grown to love. And, um, sometimes, you know, Instagram and all the other things mm -hmm. can get out of the way of what's the vision and what, is your goal for mm. the platform but really it's just connecting with one another and it's interesting too before it even came about like airing the first episode she kept meeting all these people yes, yes, that had yes, vertigo yes. Oh, so yes. the <laughs> validation in itself of just hearing someone's story and then now saying to someone that had vertigo mm -hmm. oh like here listen to my podcast sharing that experience and making someone feel good about themselves. That's really what it's about. Hmm. So yeah. And another amazing thing, it was an amazing story for, from both of you. The other amazing thing about starting a podcast is not only are you meeting all these people and you're putting yourself out there, but you're creating something and there's something in creation that is very unique that, that builds energy. Yeah. And it's part of that unconscious. It's part of that spirit within you. It's connected to intuition. Mm -hmm. And then the other thing is, is you notice those synchronistic events, kind of the universe saying, hey, you're on the right path, putting these people there for you yeah, to say, you're, you're, you're where you need to be. I never thought about that, actually. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Timing, timing. Yeah, timing. And we say the same thing about the universe. Like, you know, the universe is talking to us. Like, whether Alexandra, you know, of course, is communicating or, or get the medium that we use, of course, is Instagram and all the other, you know, um, social medias to connect to people. But it's almost like one door is opening or I'm connecting to someone else. Or, you know, the other day we found the podcast, The Good Life. Am I saying, no, is it The Good Life or The Good Life? I think it's The Good Life. Good Life Project. Good Life Project, Project. thank you. Yeah. Mm. And that's a crazy story because... My, my son and I, we went down to Stone Harbor and we went to this small little coffee shop and we found out without getting into the whole story, you know, Joseph, I can go on here with my stories. Oh, yeah. Um, that Oprah, if you're listening out there, went to this small little coffee shop and I thought, oh my goodness, because I gave them a promotional postcard with our faces on it. And I said, well, she's you know, always ready. Like, I am ready. Like, hi, have you, <laughs> you heard my podcast? Here you go. Hi. <laughs> want to hear about my well, podcast? No, no, no. So I have to go. tell you something. You know why I'm like that? That's good. No, it's because I used to be in sales. And that's <laughs> okay. a whole other story. Years ago, 
ex-boyfriend college and I would go around to different stores back in the day, you know, before the internet and all this stuff. And if you wanted to sell a product, I was selling t-shirts. She's and I was, out in the streets with her mask. I was representing, not now, I was representing lots of, you would actually physically have to go to a store. So I have no problem going in and being like, hey, mm. this is the type of a store, for, for an example, it was a very small little coffee shop. It had that cozy little feel yeah. that people would just chill. And, you know, of course, not so much now because of COVID and people may not be that most comfortable sitting there, but pre that. Um, so I, that's why I started talking to this, the owner and then I gave him the postcard. So when I went home, I was on a mission to find out because Oprah's boyfriend, Stedman, his mother goes to church in that area. So I went looking, wow. of course, for Stedman's podcast or maybe he had a podcast or maybe there was some social media about him and then I found out he was on a specific podcast called the good life project hmm. and then from there it's so weird how you stumble about you know upon podcasts and I feel like and you know as well being in the podcast as a podcaster it's almost you want to listen to other people's podcasts just to see how they do it mm -hmm. so um so anyway that was just a crazy weird story but as far as the connecting to other people I thought that was really cool what you said and I think we're enjoying the podcast in different ways. And Alexandra can explain that. Or do you have a question? Or we're just no, talking? yeah, no, I, I like that. Yeah, which, which different ways and what I was gonna bring <laughs> no, up. No, this is not the Humble You podcast, this is Colleen. Cause like, I'm like waiting for Joseph's question. We have two hosts today. <laughs> like, mom. <laughs> you gotta let let Joseph speak and ask the questions. Okay. Bye bye. <laughs> oh, Alexandra, just go. We're in France. <laughs> go ahead. Do you have a question, or would you like me to ask, answer hers? I would like you to answer hers. I thought it was so beautifully <laughs> asked. I have no idea. Oh, <laughs> what do I shut up? What do I enjoy about the podcast? Um, let's see. Um, yeah, the social media <laughs> part. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Joseph. It's you know what? It's this teacher professor in me that like. If you've maybe you should attend this. Pretend you're attending someone else's class. I know. Pretend you're like observing someone else's class. I'm okay. This um, is a very serious podcast, ladies. <laughs> I can tell. Usually very dark. This is not so dark. I'm wearing white today. So. Um. So should I answer my mom's question? Yeah. No, I like okay, that question. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Move over, Joseph. I'm going to sit right next to you. Okay. Oh, um, uh -huh. Yeah, I definitely love the social media aspect. And what's crazy about it is that I had no experience of anything with podcasting other than just listening to a podcast. So um, I kind of, I'm a genetics student and I just finished organic chemistry. And I never thought that a lesson from organic chemistry would help me in my real life. But a lot of it is just like figuring it out and <laughs> being laughing. confused and just like stumbling through it. And I don't know, through all, all my schooling um, so far, it's I've learned to kind of just sit with the information and like think about it. And so when I was doing these Google searches of like, how do I do this and getting an RSS feed, which is a hosting website for those of you who don't know, um, I was like, there has to be a way that you can like distribute the podcast that is easy. And so, yeah, we use, um, Buzzsprout, which I, we found out, but it was just like a lot of trial and error figuring out that stuff. So, 
Um, it was kind of stressful a little bit in the beginning, kind of getting everything going, but um, I do enjoy social media. Um, I've had experience running a different account for my former sorority, but I think that I've learned a lot about posting in different ways and engaging um, followers and listeners in different ways. Um, you know, how the aesthetics go of, of posting and stuff. And really, I feel like I've gotten more comfortable um, behind the camera and um, having a voice. I used to do theater and acting, um, and I feel like I've gotten, got, gotten back to the roots of that having gone off on a scientific path. Hmm. And then scientifically, you're in, you're in college right now. Where are you attending? And then you're studying genetics. What are your hopes yeah. and dreams to, to accomplish with that degree? I'm really not sure, honestly, right now. Yeah. Um, because I've had, I've been very fortunate to actually have had a lot of experience. Um, I worked at Sloan Kettering Memorial um, doing leukemia cancer research. Wow. And um Still, though, at that time, I hadn't taken the full genetic courses that I've taken now. So it was like a different perspective. I think if I've gone back now, of course, mm -hmm. like as you go throughout your years, you learn more and more. Mm -hmm. um, but what I learned from that actually is that although I do, I think, like research, um, sometimes cancer, I don't know, it's just like it's, a, it's with the heaviness. And I think you as a scientist need to be clinical about your research and not get so attached. Mm. Um, so I'm not really sure. Um, I'm thinking recently about going <laughs> into um, the pharmaceutical side or okay. like the pharma industry. Of I'm not really sure. Mm. Um, because I got interested actually in doing genetics when I took a biology class. It was my first semester at Rutgers and they mentioned genetic counseling. And then I had the opportunity to do mm. genetic counseling at Robert Wood um, wow. in New Brunswick yeah. and observe that. And that was a really cool and fun experience um, observing um, prenatal um, genetics and um, having families come in with different backgrounds and situations. Um, but for me, I think what I've gained from this experience of doing a podcast is like, I like having something new and different every day. I'm like, not the type of person to have like the nine to five job, I think. <laughs> and so I think with that and research and like wanting to continue to learn, I think my career will take it me where I, where it will, mm. um, possibly a master's or a PhD. I just know that I'll probably be in school for a very long time. That's exciting. And then the other cool thing that you talked about was the ability to, to kind of put yourself out there with this social media. And for me, it's going to sound funny coming from someone that worked on TV. This material that I'm pushing out is different for me. You know, it's not what I grew up as, you know, a spiritual mindfulness type person. I wasn't really like that growing up. So it was tough for me to put myself out there in that light and, and just social media and then the reactions you get and, and all the, the connections you make. It's really, truly amazing. If you use social media the right way, um, what it can provide you. And then another thing that I noticed between you two is almost this, this how do I call it? Like a twin flame because you have Alexandra who's working the social media and, and, and gets all that done and, and does an amazing job, by the way, I want to say. And then, you have, uh, and then you have Helen who's going out doing the old school sales routine. 
And it's like, oh my goodness, you know, it's like you guys, you guys have a good team. Yeah, let me tell you something real quick. Yeah, it's Helene. Helene. Thank you. Thank you. Wait, should we? Did we hear that? Did you hear that? No. Helene. Helene. Did I say Helen? It yeah, did. it's okay. So, side note, and I'll cut this out. When I mess that, someone's no, name no up, worries. no worries. When I mess someone's name up, I always think you're Helen in my in my in my brain, and I don't know why. So if I say that, I'm really sorry. That's okay. That's all right. That's okay. But That's um, okay. yeah. So so I noticed this 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 marketing flame between you two. Thank and you. And it's and it's Thank and it's great you. for the podcast. Well, um, I I'm, I'm like you know, attack people. Yes. <laughs> And yeah. another thing I want to bring up is earlier you were talking about what led you to create this podcast and what it was, was this darkness that you got because of vertigo. And some people may not know what vertigo is. So if you can kind of give a brief description of what vertigo is and then um, talk about your experience briefly with it. Yeah. I mean, how do I explain? Um, the many doctors that I've been to, or if you actually Googled what vertigo is, it's something you never want to go through ever it's basically that you feel um there's spinning mm. so it's like uh you know it if you have it like you you know sometimes vertigo could happen vertigo could happen to people in so many different places for an example like for me the onset was when i rolled over in bed and then had that sensation because what happens is um from the clinical aspect is this was my inner, it happens, for an example, let me, let me rephrase. I'm thinking and speaking too quickly. In your ear, there's different crystals. And what happens is that when someone is going through vertigo, the crystals, for whatever reason, it could be allergies, it could be a sinus infection, it could be whatever. Environmental. It could be environmental. They move. So what happens is because they're not where they should be, it, it knocks off your equilibrium. And then what happens is that's why you're feeling that sensation of spinning. Okay. So that's why, of course, it is, it's a nightmare. It's, it's more than just a nightmare. So for me, I was experiencing, I found out later when I went to the physical therapist, not only was I experiencing part A, which is referencing your ear, your actual ear canal, but I was also having it in my this, my, excuse me, my cervical, because I had had car accidents where I had whiplash that was never quite attended to. Cervical, wanted to find that some people might not know. Sure. Cervical, your neck, basically your neck. You whiplash, your head moves forward. And then I was driving very, I, I was driving a lot in my last job. I was driving like four hours a day, two hours and two hours. So the constant, you know, you're upright, you're, you know, um, just aggravated the hell out of it. So out of my neck. So I was suffering a lot of pain and discomfort. And then that's when the bomb went off. Mm. Yeah. You also said it's like, or a simple like explanation is like, let's say you've had too many drinks yes. and you're like yes. tipsy and drunk. Yes. Plus going on a cruise ship and then feeling out of whack yes. all the time. Yes. So yes. if that's yes. a, a more visual sensation yeah, for exactly. people. Exactly. Yeah. How about like, so you ever, how about spinning in a chair? Does that, is that the same feeling? Yeah, I can. Uh, do that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's a tough one. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I got, yeah. There's many different 
descriptions mm. that people can, you know, and, um, you know, they, they can go and Google it and they can actually get a more, you know, um, clarification of what it is. Because quite frankly, it's different for everybody. It's tough. Yeah. 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 But it's sometimes with difficulties, it brings you to a new place. And though you're still dealing with it, you know, this new creation that you've created, it could bring you places that maybe before you wouldn't have been. So, you know, hopefully there is a silver exactly. lining in this. Yeah. Exactly. And the one question that I always ask is about the mysteries out in life, in mind, body, or life. What's one mystery, and we'll do each of you, one mystery that you wish you had the answer to? You want to go first? One mystery? One mystery. One mystery related to mind, body, or life that you wish you had the answer to. I would can I go first. Yeah, go. Okay. I would say cancer and Alzheimer's. Um, that's, yeah, that's good. That, that's really good. You know, yeah, because <laughs> my mother-in-law suffered from Alzheimer's. You know, it's a little nerve-wracking, you know, when you have something like that, of course, in a family. Um, you, you know, I worry about my kids and the genetic disposition to that. I mean, and, you, there's tests. Yes, yeah. of course, there's tests. But the fact is, do you really want to know about the test? And then back to, like, you know, genetic testing, um, there's companies, um, 23andMe and so forth, that – you know, people are willing to do that. Personally, I, that wouldn't be for me. I really want, want to know my genetic situation because I think that you would live your life differently. And I think that um, mind is so strong, the connection to the body, that mind and body are so completely in sync. And I just know from what I've been going through is that if I can almost psych myself to say, you know, I, I have a mantra, I am strong, I'm confident, I'm good. I'm going to be that hopefully for moments of time. And then till I get upset about, I don't feel good because maybe whatever, the air conditioning wasn't right in my house or I'm feeling certain something. Mm. But um, the mind body thing is something that I know that there's so tremendous amount of research. I know that you probably have done a lot of stuff with that too, that, you know, you have to seek out practitioners that, that understand that. And that's actually why um, just recently I was listening to that podcast. I was mentioning the good life where he had on a person who was a functional doctor and it's a whole other perspective on people's illness. You know, if you go to a doctor and they basically look at you and they kind of like write you off, well, guess what? You're probably going to be dead. But if they look at you and they put out this different type of an energy towards you, even the, the diagnostic may not be promising it, you know, there may be some spark of hope or, you know, the, the old saying is my dad would say, you go to the doctor's office. Well, I felt good when I got here. And then, you know, the doctor tells you like something completely different mm. and you feel like crap when you leave. So, you know, I think that, and I'm, I'm referencing all this to going back to your question about, you know, um, the two diseases of cancer or an Alzheimer's that, um, that I think that, I don't know. What was your question again? I got what off the, What are the mysteries? Oh, mysteries. I couldn't mysteries. think of the Yeah, the mystery. Rephrase that one more time, please. Yeah, the, the, just a, a mystery in mind, body, or life that you wish you had the answer to. So I'm yeah, thinking, I think yeah. that, um, I think that my my knowledge base, a lot of, let's say for an example with cancer, my dad had had bladder cancer, then he had prostate cancer and different other complications. And when Alexandra was working at Sloan and I would be like, oh, maybe you're going to find the, you know, the cure to this. But I think that there's so many different forms of the, of particular diseases that people get. Not everybody has the same type of situation that, you know, I would hope that 
tremendous research and money. And it's always about money. I don't care what the, the world is just about a dollar sign, you know, mm -hmm. and that also has to do with COVID and the research and all the things that are going to come about. And when money's being put in a, in a direction, then, then they say, then shit can actually happen. But like, you know, um, and especially also with Alzheimer's too, you know, um, if people can be diagnosed at an earlier age and if there's an onset, um, there's different types of medicines, but also maybe a different type of lifestyle. You know, you look at people in some of these Southeastern Asian countries where we're Mediterranean countries, they live to like 150 or, and you know, the guy's riding a bike at a hundred and he looks like he's 50. Hmm. You, you say like, what the hell, you know, are we doing wrong? But it's, it's also, it's, it's the it's the it's the spiritual connection it's the mind body connection it's the food they're eating it's the non-processing of foods there's so many different factors and also the stress people who yes. you know what stress does to your body you know yes. going from what you know i know that now of course not working in my job um my Stress, I have stress in other aspects. I think everyone has stress in their life in, in some capacity, but not to the extent of what I had, you know. So, you know, so going back, yeah, I wish that there would be some type of cure of some sort for these two diseases and someone being able to find the answers. That's why, you know, I'm so proud of Alexandra. Thanks. Immensely proud, not of just the podcast, of course, but just to be able to go into the sciences. My mother was a science person um, and try to figure out, you know, something for the future mm -hmm. of, 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 you know, a cure, towards a cure of something. Mm -hmm. I think that hopefully one day in our, I don't know if our lifetime or our future children's lifetime and so forth there will be cures for these things because they'll know maybe they'll identify it when a baby is born that different things are going on yeah it may not even be yeah that that you know so i was gonna say it may not even be a cure like you said in the mediterranean they're living a certain lifestyle that we may need to yes. implement and, yeah. and it may just be that you know and then the question is does the medical field really want us to know that because then no. you talk about the money I don't, I mean, to answer that, I don't think the medical field wants us to know. No, because actually even thinking about the conversation with this functional doctor that we were listening to this podcast, I think that so much of our healthcare and our medical and our pharmaceutical is about dollars and cents. And I think that, no, they want to make sure that you're going to have to keep coming back to get that medicine. And we're a pill, we're, we're a pill popping nation. I mean, you know, we borrow from other cultures and also the cultural aspect. I don't think you, there's a lot of people in this country I think now are more into holistic and more open to a lot more of organic and want to eating right. But that's not the mainstream of this country. We have pockets of what I just mentioned. So, um, yeah, but I think that, I don't think, no, I think healthcare and pharmaceutical, they want us, they want the money aspect. So I don't really think that they want a cure to be yeah, quite I don't frank. Know. I don't think so. It's a tough one. So. It's sad. It's sad to think yeah. about, but who knows? You know, you can't make the judgment. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, I think it, I think it's situational. I think it depends upon the doctor and I think it depends upon. Yeah. Well, all right. well I'm not I, saying I, all doctors. I'm I think saying. It, and with, in regards to like pharmacy, I think it just, I think that cures 
are like wanting to be made. I think it's just the Western approach versus the Eastern approach and, and, um, and just like how we as a society, um, like what you've said before, we compartmentalize, like you go to a heart doctor, you know, you go to like an orthopedist, like we have so many different, you know, specialists instead of, you know, Western medicine or no, Eastern medicine is like an integration Mm -hmm. looking at you as a whole, which is functional. Right. Exactly. So I think it's just, it varies and and different conditions probably work better for, you know, some things you need that Western medicine, you need that medicine, you need to go to the pharmacy. And then there's some things where, you know, just a change of lifestyle and you may get rid of it and you don't need any pills. You don't need to go to the, to the doctor or the pharmacy. So like you said, I like, I think it's just finding the right practitioner. Yeah. You know, that person that you. Definitely. And then Alexandra, what about you? Yeah. What's your. Uh... Now, now. What? <laughs> we froze. <laughs> Alexandra's turn for the mystery. Yes, mom. Go ahead. Um, I was, I don't know, like the first thing that popped up in my mind, um, being a spiritual person I don't know. It was like the afterlife. Like, have you ever Ooh. seen the show um, Upload? No. So it's oh, very yeah. cool, scientific. Well, and you know what's weird? It's sci-fi, but it's like set, I think, in 2033. Mm. So it's not really off, far off in the no. dis. You know, like that's like a decade. That's not much time. And um, it's a very cool show because they have um, these people like – in the hospital, mm-hmm. you either can upload or you could just die naturally. Mm-hmm. And so if you upload, it's part of this um, insurance company called Horizon or something. <laughs> and you, it's kind of gross, like your head gets chopped off. Oh yeah, it's, it's but, <laughs> but it's, it's like, it's, it's like a vacuum. It's, it's, it's like, like not, it's not graphic. Like I was yeah. able to watch it yeah. and you're transported into this like, holographic computer science world and like as a consumer before you die and you're like living your life you know it's like it'd be a normal conversation like hey like you want to buy into the like the horizon like package like and 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 it's what's cool about it is like you are able to interact with the Mm -hmm. people that have Mm -hmm. passed that's Mm -hmm. to me is the most what is beautiful and though some aspects of it are sad like you know, like you're trapped kind of like in this space and it can be lonely at times if you don't have family and Mm -hmm, and friends mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. you're kind of just stuck in this sphere. But I don't know, like I kind of, I mean, in my heart, I know that something exists. Like I connect with my grandparents and like, I know, and I almost like, I feel them and like, I see them like, I don't know, like I got a visual of like two people holding hands, like walking on the beach. Like, mm. so I feel like I know in my heart that it exists, but you know, science mm-hmm. and, and, mm-hmm. and spirituality, they don't, they don't coincide. But, um, I definitely think that yeah. maybe it would bring people some solace that it does if they're not spiritual. Yeah. Um, right. I think it just, it's a religious, it's, it's, I think it depends upon well, like yes, the yes. person you're speaking to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The religious, they're, mm-hmm. they're, they're, they're not, they mm-hmm. have, they're an atheist. Like mm-hmm. I think it depends, but mm-hmm. my heart, I, I know it does. Mm. Well, also spirituality, like too, I don't know, I don't know what, something I watched a while ago, 
you don't have to be religious to necessarily be spiritual. Yeah, I think that's you a good point. Yeah, you don't. It, you can be spiritual because you connect and you just, this is something that right. you always had this capacity to yeah. do that. So that's always like, you know, an interesting, whether you're, it's Catholicism or Judaism or Buddhism or whatever you're Muslim or whatever, is that, um, yeah, I think that you can be spiritual. Like we're very spiritual. My parents passed about seven, eight years ago. And then we're sitting there, we're sitting in their house and yeah. like looking at their pictures yeah. right and now. You know, yeah. we feel like they're just part of my life. Like they're right. part of like my daily life, like so much as if almost closer at times, it sounds bizarre now that they're deceased mm -hmm. than when they were here, which is really a very, I see your face, <laughs> Joseph, That's bizarre thing to explain. And Alexandra understands what I mean by that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Go ahead. But <laughs> I think going off of though the point of spiritual though versus religious, um, I was just thinking in one of our episodes, um, we had a guest on. His name was Aiden, and he spoke. He came from a very religious family mm -hmm. and talked about his coming out story. And um, so his, his upbringing was so religious that he became an atheist. Right. But mm -hmm. um, he, I think, described it in such an eloquent way, mm -hmm. saying that um, tying back into the beginning of the conversation about the universe speaking to us, that, you know, maybe spirituality is just like, uh, the timing of it all and, and having, you know, these little unspoken signs. And I think, you know, if, whether you pay attention to it or not, mm -hmm. that is the spirituality in it. Um, mm -hmm. you know, whether you're receptive or you're, whether you're open, because, um, we both feel that there's signs all around you and speaking mm -hmm. to you every day, mm -hmm. but, you know, you have to be open to it and you have to be willing to want to receive it. Um, and I think that probably takes time to maybe have that internal realization mm -hmm. to say like, I'm going to be receptive. I'm going to be mm -hmm. open. Open. Um, the word, yeah. Because that's like meditation. That's like mm -hmm. receiving Reiki or any Absolutely. spiritual thing. Like you have to have that open energy channel to be receptive and mm -hmm. open and willing to it, to accept that. So, uh, and there's a, and there's a lot of people that are not, and that's okay if yeah. you're not. And I don't think you can fake it to say you are. I think you can be taught to understand about it, but you know, there's certain people that we know, like you're, you know, we're both spiritual with my parents and stuff that they're just like, you know that they're truly just not really getting what you have to say and that's okay. Yeah. But I just, I think it gives, me and I can, you know, for Alexandra, solace and peace. Solace and peace. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm writing a book on spirituality and what I'm trying to do is get people to become spiritual about themselves because okay. I feel like everyone has their own spirit within. And if you can yeah. have that relationship with it and build that creativity and intuition towards it and wisdom, you know, you can, you can unlock that and, and, and create your own prayers and your own rituals and, and all that in a sense. So um, that's the way I see it. I, I was also religious in a sense. Uh, I went through Christian, Christianity for a brief moment. And it's amazing because in the Bible, there's a lot that's true. You know, there's a lot of great notes in the Bible that you can get to, to, to learn about life and, and, and really become spiritual in a sense. But with Christianity, it could get a little bit too tied into religion. There's too many laws and demands, and it almost becomes a us against you. And if you become a part of a team, 
that's where you lose the sense of, of becoming spiritual. Yeah. Because spiritual is open and yeah. everything. Yeah. 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 Well, I have a question though for you. Do, when you were, oh, no, no, I just have a, I'm just curious about your book. When you were talking about your book, I can ask him a question. Does it have to do with higher self? Like, you know what I'm saying by higher yeah. self? Yeah. You it's, know, it's, I, yeah. I would say so because the way I see it is, is we're, we're, we're in the middle of the conscious and unconscious and there's unconscious stuff that comes up. And if we can yeah. take that chaos and create some beautiful, elegant order, you know, that's sort of the way to live life is to create beautiful order out of the chaos, the all, the void, and you called it the abyss, sort of how you felt when you were in that darkness. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It's the same yeah. source. So the way I see it is if you're doing that, then you're building towards that higher self. You're building towards who you truly are instead of suppressing mm-hmm. things and, and keeping everything kind of hidden from yourself. I think that... Um it's kind of, I think it's beautiful, like, um, with, in regards to the way you're viewing spirituality, the relationship with yourself, mm-hmm. because, uh, there was this quote I just heard on another podcast about, um, like, you're the only one that like really knows yourself and you're the only one that like the connection mm-hmm. that you have with yourself first like kind of comes before every other interaction that you can have Absolutely. with everyone else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's almost like you have to cultivate that like intuition and like knowing of yourself mm-hmm. before you can, like I've said, be open and willing to mm-hmm. accept others and accept and be open to whatever spirituality or anything. Cause it's, it's like at the end of the day, like my mom and I've said, you know, you, you have all the answers, like you all have all the answers. Like she, she, you know, had the answers to help and navigate vertigo and, and, and get herself to drive and get herself to, but it's hard to do that though. Like a lot, you know, for me, and that's the problem I think often with many people is that when you, when people perceive you having this really strong aura you know, my mother died suddenly. Oh, just get it together. You're not the type of person to throw yourself under the bus. It's exhausting, mm. quite frankly, to constantly have to be, to pull, you know, that pull yourself back up and, and, and do it, you know, and, and get out there again and whatever you're going to do. And push get. yourself. And push it, yourself. It, it is tired. Yeah. And, I, yeah. and I'm going to comment what she was just saying, like about knowing yourself, but a lot of people don't know themselves. No. A lot of people attach themselves to other people. Like, you know, and I, I think as a mom, like I always made sure that you and, you know, and my other child um, were independent in that thought. Like you had your own ideas, you expressed your own ideas, whether it was school or homework that I made you very individual. Well, what do you think about that? Because, you know, like you said, at the end of the day in your life, you're going to have to make these decisions. But unfortunately, that many, 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 many people don't have, if you want to call it a backbone, many people just don't have that. We're, we're never cultivated to understand what that's about because someone was always, as they say, wiping their, you know what, you know, wiping <laughs> their ass. Okay? Or they're, taking, ba- they're behind. They're behind. They're, they're behind. Right. So, they're behind. so, you know, it's almost <clears throat> like you have to, you know, if you were not raised a certain way, mm-hmm. I think I didn't have the guidance because you didn't have the guidance. I feel bad because as an adult, you will have to interface with many different decisions in your life. Mm -hmm. And, you know, at the end of the day, 
you're the one that has to deal with this crap. Like, you know, you're the one that's going to have to figure this out. But for many people, you know, and that's another thing is like, you can, you know, you can't make another person happy. That's what I was thinking. You have to, yeah. it has to come with, you know, you have to be happy within yourself. And I think that's a lot of problems with a lot of people. But yeah. anyway. Yeah, we're all so, trying to please others. And we put on this mask for different people. And then at a point, it's like, who the heck am I? Like, what about me? You know, yeah, and that's where that's exactly. where it comes to. It's tough to, to take the mask off because you're just so used to putting it on. Second question, and then we'll wrap things up. This one's more fun. We've been very deep, and I appreciate everything we've talked about. So for each of you, top three guests, if you can have anybody on the podcast, each I, of you, who I, would the top three should be? Say, should we share should, it? Should, should we, we share say it? it at the same time? Should we share it? No, no let's say <laughs> it. What? You guys have the same? Okay. No, no, this is her. Like, this is, no, let me go. Well, should we say it together? Can I? I know what yours are. Okay. Oh, this well, is cool. <laughs> I, she talks about this all the time. It's literally every other day. Wait, write, th write them down and then you say them and we'll see how, how, how well you did. I, write it down separately? Yeah, write down your three and then because she, okay. I want to see if you can well, guess we, it. No, it's no, a no, little no, humble no, you wait, podcast my game. Or the no, no. Is this a separate thing or we're going to do this together? <laughs> is this, Joseph, is this separate? Um, like, is it together, what, the three... The three I was going to do it separate, but you, you, you both got excited saying, well, no, do let's it do together. it separate. Do it separate. Okay. No, we'll well, do it separate. I know. What, okay. I just know what uh, she's going to pick. No, you may not. Yes, I do. No, I'm don't. writing what she's going to pick. No, write what you want. <laughs> I'm writing what she's going to pick. Okay. Um, okay. Then who would I want? I've always thought about who you've wanted. <laughs> okay. Wait, don't wait. I got, I need a minute. Um, oh, there's no rush. Um, okay. Let's see. Don't look I'm not mine. looking. I'm thinking about <laughs> myself. I already know who you want. Um, <laughs> but some of what is, 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 is similar and shared, so I, I can't blame my mom. Um, okay. Oh. I couldn't remember her name. Okay, I'm good. Okay, well, hold on. Let's share, let me share what I know that you're going to no, pick. I, can I just say it? No, let For me say it, and then if <laughs> And then I'm going to say it. We're arguing on his podcast. Okay. No, can I say what you picked? I know what you okay, picked. Okay, what's the order? I, I, okay, it's not going to be the correct order. It has to be the order. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. Oprah, Michelle Obama, Reese Witherspoon. No. No? Oh. Yes, two. Oprah. Hi, Oprah. Out there. Michelle Obama and Maria Shriver. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot yeah. about her. Okay. Who? Who was the last one? Thinking. Mm -hmm. So you got Oprah. Who was the last one? Michelle Obama, Maria Shriver, Maria, Maria Shriver. She's, uh, she's actually, um, she was married to, she's on the Today Show. She was married to um, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold, yeah. Arnold, Arnold oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, And she's, she's a, she's just an activist for so much stuff for, mm. gosh, you know, for equal rights, for, um, for every, positive platform out there she's just doing it and I like um it. yeah she's amazing and she's just so intelligent and just um oh my god having her on this podcast would be just blow my mind besides of course that you know we're talking to you of course so. <laughs> Oprah, like hello that's a pipe dream you know michelle obama I and mean, she's just like oh my god be quiet mm. the other day is michelle obama yeah mm. you know? um so 
mine or we i literally just lost my train of thought but <laughs> kamala harris ah um because i loved her like even you before um the president like i'm saying presidential because i <laughs> i want her to be president um you saw her back when she was with the comey trial comey trials i yeah. just think she's such a strong oh, yeah. wow. powerful independent um confident woman and she just and she has a plan. Like she's just so intelligent. I have so much respect for her. Mm. Um, Michelle Obama, that's shared. Mm -hmm. Um, Stacey Abrams. Mm. Um, she. Oh yeah, the Georgia. She ran for yeah. Georgia. Yeah, yeah, governor. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. I'm going more than I have. Uh, Jonathan Vanessa. Do you know who he is? No. I love Queer Eye. Oh, you talked about them when I was on your podcast. What's his name? Jonathan JVN. Jonathan oh. Vanessa. I okay. love him. She um, loves you. He, and, okay. and he just like, I don't know, every time I watch Queer Eye, um, he just like exudes such happiness and confidence. And he has had so many struggles mm -hmm. within his life. Mm. Um, yes. And, oh, actually, I'm sorry. I'm using the wrong, wrong pronouns. They have had so many um, struggles throughout their life. And yeah, um, just love them. And the last that. one is Girls Gotta Eat because... Oh. Literally, <laughs> I, they're Raina and Ashley. If you're listening out there, yes. um, I love she loves them. You. I love them so much because they went through their own struggles. Um, and long of the short, they both basically didn't get engaged. Exactly. And yeah. they met coincidentally on this vacation and they just started talking and about guys and their relationships and all that they've been through for hours and hours and they really didn't know in each other and i think that they when like all these people have like in common like when you're like down in the dumps and like they just took their struggles mm -hmm. and they created such a platform and they mm -hmm. have so many followers following them inspiring their listeners mm -hmm. um they're very inspirational for me. I just, I just love them. And the only speaking, thing that I can say about them is that I know. Okay, I she, just gotta say I it. Know. I gotta say it. They did not respond to my DM. Oh, okay? they did not. And I wrote this, and also an email that was pre our mm. podcast. And I remember my husband sitting on the couch saying, "You're gonna have a podcast one day, and you know what? You don't need them." And this was like. Ooh. back in February or whatever. Yeah, because you know what? they. So if you're listening, <laughs> like you, but quite honestly, you didn't respond to my DM. So I have to think about it if I'd want you on my show. <laughs> You'll have to vet them, do a pre-podcast I'm sorry, with them. I have to do a <laughs> private session. You have to private session. I mean, I think though what I was going yeah, exactly. to say though, I think that podcasts in general, if you look at people's podcasts, and of course, including yours and ours and the, the good life and actually the guy who was doing the interview is I think that everybody, not everybody, but I think a majority of podcasts from my experience now listening to a few, not many is that they're started because people have a platform of what they have been through and that they want to somehow touch other people's lives. What I was saying very much in the, in the beginning, just to tie this to the beginning is that sometimes not always you hope that they stay true to what the platform was about mm. because it can go in 
a different direction because maybe a sponsor wants to collaborate with you or collab with you and you know and it might be a monetary thing so you may kind of get off the beaten track of why and how you were doing the podcast hmm. so i think that that's something that would is bothersome to me because that's just not really I don't think it's fair to your listeners because when they tune in and take their time and podcasts are long to listen to, I think you really want to give them what your platform's about yeah. and bring on people that can, that can do that for them. That's so. amazing. No. And I have a lot of people that listen to my podcast that are podcasters. So it's really nice to, to hear that, to remember, you know, if you do get really popular, let's say you do start booking some, some important guests to, to never put them on a pedestal or put yourself on a pedestal and to remember where your roots were. Remember the beginnings Absolutely. and especially those people that you interacted with that were your only, only listeners at the start. You know, you never want to get too, too over, you know, over. I guess we'll call it headstrong in a sense of, of, of just inflated, you know, overinflated uh, with the podcasting. So people are probably very interested because I think this was a really good conversation of where they could listen to you folks. So where can they find you? Where can people, uh, do you have a website? Do you have Instagram? Um, so you can follow us on Instagram at coming underscore from the heart podcast. We are also on Twitter at CFTH Podcast. That's CFTH Podcast. We're on Facebook at Coming From The Heart Podcast. And we do have a Gmail, Coming From The Heart Podcast Gmail, which anyone mm -hmm. can reach out and um, talk to us, ask mm -hmm. questions, whatever. And yeah, and all these social media um, platforms, we have a link tree mm -hmm. um, link that has all this available. And yeah, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and more. And I feel like you're giving us the the air and space and time to plug all of our stuff. And yes, yes, so yes. one last little bit um, yes, is yes. that we partner, or we we have a partner. Yeah. Um, it's this company called Playout Apparel, and they're an all inclusive gender equal company. So you shop your style, not the clothes. And we love them a lot because they're just an all-inclusive community. And we have a chosen nonprofit. It's called uh, Immigration Equality. So if you go to our link tree and you um, like the clothes, check them out, whatever, mm -hmm. um, you can use our code, yes, heart, yes. heart Podcast. that's H-E-A-R-T podcast. Yes. And 20% of your purchase goes to immigration equality. And that's the leading LGBTQIA immigration um, rights. So mm -hmm. yeah, we're really proud to partner with them. Wow. There's a lot going on with the coming from the heart. Yeah, a lot going on. Well, so thank you. Yes. T-shirt. Tell well, them. that's not a thing yet. Well, it's, a possible, <laughs> it's not a possible, oh, whatever. And also what I was going to mention about Linktree is that you're going, we're going to have the email on there too. I said the email. You did say the email. I okay. got it all covered, Mom. You did. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot going on with the Coming From The Heart podcast, and it's really, really, really great to finally have you, you two on. Yeah, I've been you. waiting for this conversation, and it's been a pleasure. Truly, thank you for coming on. Thank, thank you, you so, so much. much. Bye. Bye-bye.